Hey, what's going on? Greetings and a good day and welcome to the 62nd or 3rd edition of Birds All Day. My name is Drew Fairservice and we are here talking about your uh, resurgent, resurgent Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, joining me as always, Old Reliable. Mr. Andrew Stone. Stone, how are you? Uh, I'm doing alright. Uh, not much to talk about this week. I think it's going to be a, a short show. Oh, probably. When they don't lose, what are you going to complain about? Well, they lost once. Twice in the last seven games. Woo! Uh, they crazy. didn't gain any ground in the standings, so they might as well have lost all those games anyway. I think that's kind of the consensus that I picked up. Um, uh, from people who get mad online? People who get mad yeah. online and tweet at Wilner. Even though they, <laughs> even though they win, uh, there's something wrong with winning. So, I don't know. No, it's fine. It's good. I mean, they beat to like a bad team. And yeah, also the should have swept them. Yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> uh... Yeah, no, it's a decent week. It's still not a lot of offense. Not a lot of run scoring going on. No, that's a little disturbing. <laughs> they scored a bunch the other day. Yeah. And they scored fewer. And they lost. But anyway, uh, it's not a bad time to start winning some games because it needed to happen sooner rather than later. It kind of is a thing that they would prefer to have happen, yeah, than not happen. Boston's really good. It's it's kind of annoying. They're playing very well right now, at least. They were the team that I know that I think you and I both have them as like, oh my god, I'm worried about that team. Well, we said they were kind of volatile, right? It was like there's guys who you know might not put it together, and then you know Jackie Bradley and Bogarts put it way together, and Ortiz is ridiculous, and everybody's yeah, healthy. Pedroia for the most is part. ridiculous. Yeah, and then they they hand a job to Travis Shaw because Pablo Sandoval like. Just uh, did not want anything to do with it, and yeah. he's hurt. And <laughs> wow. then, and then he's Shaw suffering. is like a monster. Yeah, it's uh, they kind of they're yeah. work, they're working the Toronto Blue Jays model, you know, the uh, <laughs> where they're supposed to score a bunch of runs, and who cares about the pitching? Also, their bullpen is all right. Though the Carson Smith news wasn't yeah, wasn't great for them, but little thin, yeah, little thin, yeah. Uh, <laughs> glass houses, though, really. I oh mean, yeah. Jesus Christ! But uh, you know there there are some things to talk about. Uh, there's some there are some exciting news and returns with, this week for the Toronto Blue Jays, and we will of course get to and talk about all those things. Before we do that, of course, we want to mention that we are a uh, a podcast that you can subscribe to, and we encourage you to do that if you like what you hear. So you can of course head to iTunes and uh, subscribe to the Birds All Day uh, by searching Birds All Day. In the iTunes store. And then when you're there, you can give us a review if you are familiar and you have made the, the leap to subscribe. And, of course, you, we're available on other all the other podcast places. We have an RSS feed. It's all through SoundCloud. So grab it and uh, get it wherever good podcasts are uh, sold. And uh, speaking of being sold, uh, we have sold you a bill of goods. We are supported by Patreon, and it's uh, it's true. I don't know if that's a bill of goods. I don't think it is a bill we of goods. We don't offer you yeah. a bill of goods, but if you are willing uh, and and feeling as though you want to uh, help support us and keep us going, uh, we are very appreciative of that, and everyone who, who has done so over the last uh, year and a bit, we do, of all, as always, want to say thank you. Thank you to everyone for doing it. If you want to join them, if you have not made the plunge, go ahead. Head over to patreon.com slash birds all day. It's really, literally the only thing that's keeping us doing this every week. <laughs> Not the compelling uh, <laughs> content on the field. Love the content. Love the content. It is content. Everything's content. Uh, things turn into content. But anyway, 
So yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about a decent week. Talk about uh, you know, there's still lots of exciting things to come. The Jays have been lucky. I think I think they played the Yankees what for two series this year, and they've gotten Ivan Nova each time. <laughs> yeah, that's which, always which good. Which bodes well. You would think so, yeah. There aren't a lot of Yankee pitchers that you don't want to face. I guess they're all kind of be other than Tanakh. You know, yeah. You, you look forward to them on the schedule, but other than the bullpen, yeah, of course. So you know, although they yeah. did today. Thursday, when we were recording this, they tagged her all the Chapman for a run. There you go. Which is good, other than the fact they didn't really need it. And as someone who has him on my fantasy team, <laughs> what a, I wouldn't mind to hang a zero up there. You know what, now, but now you can just quit with the bullshit about, oh, oh, sixth inning and then it's over. Come on. Well. You can, they're very, very good. You can hang around on them sometimes. Well, don't, uh, give, don't give up, assholes. Come on. Closer in a non-safe situation. Oh, there you go. That's true. He wasn't really trying. Not trying. Yeah. They, you can't try then. Uh, so yeah, we'll talk about the series against the Yankees, upcoming against the Red Sox, and some of the other roster comings and uh, <clears throat> goings. And we'll talk about even more things beyond that on this edition of Birds All Day. Okay, so yes, winners of five of their last seven games after a uh, an seemingly endless series against the Minnesota Twins, uh, who are I could have had that series bad. go. I could have that go a little bit longer. Endless forever. It did end, yeah, forever. Just play the Twins every day. They're so so bad. Yeah. It's amazing that a team that outperformed like all their kind of performance <laughs> metrics. And definitely showed, uh, you know, a lot of good fortune in high leverage situations. Hard to believe that that team like that's going to give all those gains back the following year. So strange. When many of the players are now a year older. Uh, the guys that kind of over, overperformed the year before. Uh, they're really bad. They have some nice players, but like they can't develop any of them for the life of them. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. They were like, oh, look, Byron Buxton's the best prospect in baseball. It's like, oh, he just, baseball's hard. <laughs> and that doesn't oh, yeah. guarantee that he's going to come to the big leagues and be good. That is no excuse. No, it is no excuse. It's a fine, but, it's a fine excuse. <laughs> we had said, I had said something like they were, it was, the, playing the Twins was either going to be good for what ails you or like the beginning of the end. Right. And as it turns out, it was good for what ails them. Yeah. Which is that it didn't immediately become the beginning of the end. But, <laughs> but uh, that's, what, that's what every series from here out is going to have was, potential to be. Yeah, well, against a bad team that you feel as though yeah. you should be able to beat. Uh, I mean, you, 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 you certainly would have heard it from fucking idiots. Well, as soon as they lost, lost one game. Yeah, yeah. Right? I think they lost the third game of the series. They lose on Sunday? I believe Saturday or Sunday. Whatever they lost a game. No, they lost that. Yeah, I think they lost. There was Saturday. there was. Oh well, they can't afford to lose games like this. Yeah, uh, it was Saturday. And uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. I almost called him Cliff Floyd. Cliff Floyd. Yeah. <laughs> no, you got to call him Cliff Estrada because Marco Estrada, who is so good, <laughs> I'd probably call him Gavin Estrada in that case. So. But he looks like Cliff Lee when he pitches. He does a little bit. He he's he's almost like a doesn't throw quite as hard as Cliff Lee, and he's not left-handed. But he has when he has that command going, it's like they just have no hope. 
Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's it is really awesome. Yeah. And even last night when he didn't he didn't look like quite himself. He walk, kept walking guys, but it's like because the Yankees are so bad, he wasn't giving up any hits until the end. And I mean that's that's to me Marco Estrada's start last night is what kind of luck looks like in a way. Right? Marco Estrada wasn't lucky because he's very good. Mm-hmm. But you're, what you're lucky to do is like, whoops, I gave up those two home runs at the end of the night when I may be getting tired. But it wasn't when he was walking people. The right. home runs didn't come with two guys on or right. somebody on or, or you know, in the, in the middle of the lineup. They came in fortunate times. The sequencing of those events could have got, made that start terrible. Instead, he looked great. Sure. Yeah. As it turns out, he always does now, which is just he like really weird. Does, huh? um, but anyway. So yeah, played the Twins, beat the Twins, played the Yankees, beat the Yankees. Scored Russell Martin hit two, two home runs, there you which go. is like <laughs> even if Russell Martin doesn't end up being like all that great this year, he was no obviously no one is as bad as he's been. I there yeah, there's no way yeah. I mean he's. He's hardly out of the woods, though. I mean, I noted today, you know, he he almost doubled his weighted runs created plus, which is crazy because it's the end of May and he has like 130 plate appearances. But it is crazy, but there are a lot of when you want to look for them as the blessed oh mwah, broadcast crew of just <laughs> Showman and Buck, which was it was so good. I find it still reminds me of how bad Buck is. But really? at least it's just not as often. Yeah. I'll find like... <laughs> that's probably a lot like us. It's like... It's like... Uh, Chillman will make a salient point and then ramble fuck Martinez over here. It just basically <laughs> repeats the same thing over over again, you know? So which way? Which who's who? <laughs> I think we all know. I think we all know. Don't make me say it. He is better. And, it, and it, I... I don't want to be mean to Pat Tabler, but especially in the three-man boot situation where he's just like grasping, like looking to create some value in there, yeah, and not. Well, the bases aren't loaded, and that's you know that's really Pat's calling card. <laughs> so we need another guy in the booth. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we three want. others for him to tee up. Then he's there's just some sort of divine magic that happens. Yeah, but uh, they Buck was going. Buck's big thing is Russell Martin going the other way. Russell Martin hitting the ball to right field. Russell Martin trying to use the whole field, staying back. I've heard that a few times. Yeah, and even though I usually listen to the opponent broadcast this year, I have. But depends on who they're playing. Against the Twins, I was I had no interest in doing that. The Yankees on TV, gonna have to take a hard pass unless it's not Michael K. Uh, yeah, I had I listened to the Yankees radio today, and it was it's uh they're fine. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, John Sterling gets a bad rap because of the stupid win warble. Yes. But he's good. He's got a really nice voice. And Susan Weldon, the queen. Love her. Um, yeah, she's good. Yeah. But anyway. It's encouraging. It's never... It would never be just like, oh my god, this is really bad. Russell Martin hit two home runs. Like, yeah, well, obviously, yeah. Let's let's uh, allow it to be a positive. It's... I mean, it's nice to see that he has the power to hit the ball over the fence, even. Because a lot of his hits, you know, it, it... It wasn't just that he was striking out too much. I mean, he just wasn't hitting the ball with authority anywhere. No, not at all, not at all. So that he's that he's even capable of doing that. Uh, sure, that's a good sign. He definitely, even uh, in his last at bat, he hit a ball hard to like deep right center field again, like right to the track. Basically, the Ellsbury caught it with his back against the wall, which is um, 
which is again encouraging. It's about fucking time. It is about time. Uh, so that if if Russell Martin can resemble a human being again, that's one lineup hole out of the way. The next lineup hole, perhaps, now occupied by Devin Travis, who got the call to come up to the big leagues to play second base for the Blue yeah. Jays, which was seemed like a bit of a rush job. There had been a lot of talk about taking their time, and he was going to play full nine. And yeah, it was literally the night before. Well, it was literally before the game, and then Tulo got hurt, and then they're like, huh. Maybe we should just not go with Darwin Barney and and what's his name Goins, <laughs> three Goins in the fountain, uh, and then and, and you know and Paredes is kind of an outfielder who has some experience on the infield. I think that uh, makes people think that he could potentially be somebody there, but I don't think you want that. No, I don't think you want that. But uh, there's a lot of a lot of hope. Yeah. Stored up in Devin Travis's cool hair. Uh, sure, yeah. He is... I don't know how to describe... Again, I mean, we talked about this a little bit before, that he was really good in stretches last year, but it's 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 a little bit... You've been pumping the brakes pretty I hard. I've been try- I mean, it was two great months. Like, he was incredible for two months. And then he was bad for, like, a month in between, and he was... So he was so bad that his weighted runs created plus went down to like 135. Like even with that bad period, he was he still had really great overall numbers. He's uh, in, a, in a way, maybe a little bit like Trevor Story this year. Perhaps, yeah, yeah. And you know, I mean, I look, I, I'm trying to pump the brakes a bunch, but at the same time, you know, I think things changed uh, a little bit for him mm-hmm. uh, in terms of how he's viewed and what people you know think he could be. For example, mm-hmm. uh, just talking about what people thought about him before. Uh, last season, somebody tweeted something about uh, about him that involved, you know, Keith Law was one of the guys who you know, was really, I think he called him a non-prospect. He was he was not high on him at all. Right. Uh, and then Keith replied to a, t- a tweet and didn't, you know, didn't back down from anything, but basically said, you know, that was what the view was following 2014 heading into 2015. The implication being... Maybe I've seen some things, maybe some things that have changed, so that it's, you know, that you think maybe his floor, his, that things are just a little bit better than what they were being hung on him at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it wasn't like, hey, I was wrong, Oh, though I'm sure Keith might admit that if that's how he thought, but mm-hmm. it was it was opening the door for the possibility that, you know, as much as I'm pumping the brakes, it's not like... Travis is still a non-prospect. There were, you know, 230 plate appearances yeah, last yeah, year yeah. that were really good. And, you know, you saw something out of him uh, that's worth being excited about. And also, <laughs> the, you know, the pumping of the brakes uh, loses, loses some of it, its uh, its significance or, or, or doesn't make as much sense uh, when he only has to replace the offense that Ryan Goins has provided. Or which, is, which is the, the bottom line for me. Yeah. That you don't need him to come in and save the offense. You need him to come in and be serviceable. Yeah. Be a serviceable, functional guy who doesn't look out of place in a big lead lineup. Yeah. Which, unfortunately, reality has sort of reared its ugly head. Uh, maybe, obviously, I don't think it's fair to say Ryan Goins is this bad in, in sure. terms of one of the worst hitters. You know, like he's so now bad, wor- he's now worse than, bad. Yeah, he's worse than Russell Martin. Yeah, he's almost, he's worse than he, Russell Martin's numbers this year. If he was especially any worse, after those two home runs, if he was any worse, he would be the Rangers' DH. He, 
he is not like you, he's unplayable in term in in many ways right now. Or yeah, he he looks. He can't possibly. Well, it's I mean it's the same thing we've always talked about. He can't possibly make up for the lost value at the plate with no. his glove. He just can't, especially at second base. But there's also the the other thing that that you know almost seems uh, kind of counterintuitive, and that's the kind of star how the scars stars and scrubs model is is really fraught in in baseball, and how mm-hmm. having a giant one giant hole or two giant holes or three giant holes in your lineup. It almost doesn't matter how good the guys at the top are. And then when the guys at the top aren't performing at all, or they're underperforming, they're slumping, and they're kind of up and down, then it's, the and offense is just, just a piss gar- pot. Yeah, garbage. You're garbage. You, yeah. You're struggling that badly. So if you can at least raise the floor, the whole entire offensive floor, raise the, the uh, have an opportunity where like maybe we'll just string a bunch of singles together, right? Even if the guys yeah. at the top aren't hitting home runs. Then the run, you know, you have just another opportunity to, to create runs, and that, and in a lot of ways, that that could be what happened. That's a what happened today with that run against Aroldis Chapman, where yeah, they strung a couple singles together. Darwin Barney managed a single against Aroldis Chapman, and then uh, and then up comes Travis, who kind of they all all three uh, Jays kind of you went the other way against the hard touring lefty, uh, scored a run. Gordon insurance run. They don't really need when Bob Osuna pitches, let's be real. But uh, <laughs> True. that's just like an example of how it can happen, right? Yeah, and how, you know, yeah, with the... It was just so such diminished chances of stringing singles together in that part of the lineup when you had Tulo Goins, mm-hmm. uh, Russell Martin, and whoever else. <coughs> Whether it's... Uh, Pilar. Karen Pilar. Uh, has uh, the people who were forecasting Kevin Pilar's... Uh, 300, 340, 440 season have uh, disappeared a little bit. I'm sure he'll be back around. He's a very smart businessman. He's made a lot of money forecasting uh, based on data, and I and I'm just a blogger. So oh, this apparently, is, apparently this is someone uh, you've been dealing with. Uh, it, is it? It's just an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pilar's numbers are down to very bad yeah. right now. After Which are pro- will probably go up as well, but they'll go back up. He's very streaky. But the thing about Pilar is that he has. Like his streak has been—he had a decent little streak, and we were on this thing being like, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah. But he's—I think since then has gone like directly into the tank. Yeah. He after today, today he has a uh, sixty-eight weighted runs created plus, which is like kind of uh, uh, trending in a unplayable kind of direction. Yeah. He, he's got to be better than that to be worth having in the lineup. He is really, really, really bad. He has a less. He has a four ninety nine OPS on the road. How is that even possible? Well, that's fifty way to run created plus in in May, which is to say that he only had an eighty eight. So in, he's the only April. He's the only Blue Jays player who's not hitting on the road apparently because they've been garbage at home and actually really decent on the road. I think Tulo's uh, road win runs created plus is like one twelve. It's like a stark difference between the, the splits. The man in white. Get your shit together. Get your shit together. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, you can... you Pilar and, and Goins are similar versions of the same guy. They're defensive specialists. Yeah. They're very good at their job. Pilar, again, is having another great year. Uh, but you can't have... How many of those guys can you can you run out there? Not that many. Yeah. Not that many. No, especially I mean, when that's you got what... the catcher doing the same thing. And then when you had the shortstop doing shortstop thing. Yeah. Even though he's been quite good... Of late. Yeah, it turns out that five <laughs> sinkholes in the lineup <laughs> isn't really great. Uh, 
Yeah, no, it's bad. But it's still four. It's, it's only four. But, Excuse me. It's only four. But, uh, yeah. It's so great that even the great Michael Saunders and Justin Smoke can't pull the team out of... Uh, what even world are we living in? <laughs> Where, like, Justin it's, Smoke just keeps looking like a ball player. Just forget those. Forget those last five, six years. He just They just didn't happen. All this stuff is real. <laughs> real. Last two weeks, he's been, like, league average... Real, uh, but I th- that's the thing. That is Michael. That is Russell Smoke. He is a league average hitter. He's a league average hitter. At, uh, that's what he was last year. If that's what he is this year, you, you, fine. He's a nice defensive first yeah. baseman. He can't. He doesn't do anything on the bases. But like, I'll take that. At least it's league average. Pilar ain't there. No. Goins ain't ain't ever getting there. No. If you get league average at first, league average at second, league average at short. You're gonna get oh god way more, at, <laughs> but I mean that's let's, I mean look at it's true. Two, but, two yeah. last two weeks, uh, one forty eight weighted runs created plus. But, but let's be realistic. Maybe that's not. I mean that's not realistic. That's no. insane. But even uh, even uh, if you're getting, no, I mean well that's insane for Tulo since twenty fourteen. Yeah, no, even one forty eight is better than his like career numbers. Yeah, yeah. But I mean that's a, that's two weeks. That's a tiny sample. Yeah. The important thing is he looks better. He looks more lively. He got hurt. Stealing second base. There you go. Which is cool. Don't ever steal. That's the lesson, kids. But the, if the you're, lesson... If you're Troy Tulowitzki, especially. The, the, now, this is where it gets a little scary, though, is the Troy Tulowitzki... I'm fine. Totally fine. Probably <laughs> play tomorrow. Day off. No, 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 no. It's fine. Just give him a day. Another day off. Yeah. Uh, can he maybe play? <laughs> can he they, play? They do that. They, they I mean, I, I guess you, if you if you want to say give him a day off, then give him a day off in the day game. Sure, let him start fresh Friday. If he's not in the lineup tomorrow, Friday, then I'm starting to get a little concerned because yeah, that's who he is. Because you obviously right? don't trust what they're saying at no. all. Yeah, and I don't trust what he says either. Right? I mean, I, what the team says is one thing, but I, what he's going to say is, like, "Yeah, I'll be fine." And then it doesn't get better. Nah, sure. it's fine. It doesn't get better. It's bad. It's a bad scene. But it's a good scene that they keep winning games. We keep dwelling on the negative. Yeah. Dwelling on the negative. Now let's, let's, now let's win some fucking games against the goddamn Red Sox. That's, that's a tough. Like to that's see. a tough uh, tough ask. Uh, well, okay, let's let's talk about one other thing then. Uh, we should keep these a little shorter. They get, they get too long sometimes. Aaron Sanchez starts Friday night right. against the Red Sox. Pushed back. Pushed back. Where are you on that? Are you into that? Sure. Why are you gonna? Are you not? No, I am very much in favor of that. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't necessarily buy the matchup thing. Like, well, we want Jay Hap to, yeah, face the face lefties. lefties and avoid whatever it is. No, I mean, especially because they've said that Sanchez is uh, is a guy whose limit or who's in it, whose innings they are watching. Uh, he's a guy where you know I remember looking at it earlier in the year when they first started saying those things that you know Marcus Stroman. Uh, also has never, you know, gone super deep into a season. He hasn't been uh, a 200-inning pitcher. I think it's like 160 yeah. he tops out at, but Sanchez is 130. You know, you can bump up Stroman's innings by, by 30 innings. Hey, easy there, Verducci, with your I fucking know, bullshit. I know, I know, I know. Banana math. No, none of that's real. It's not real, but it, it, but it, but it offers a decent ballpark if you want to talk about it generally. You know, I I would certainly not say subscribe to the Ferducci effect. You know, it, it, it really stringently, but yeah, like Sanchez has a long. There's a big jump that you would have to make to have Sanchez a full workload starter this year, uh, which 
whether you call it the Verducci effect or not, is probably a little much to ask of a guy who you really want to rely on, who's a young arm, who, you know, I've mentioned a bunch of times before he was a starter last year, he'd barely cracked 90 pitches in a in, a, in an appearance. Like, I think, mm-hmm. he, I think he'd done it like four times. I'm sure he has, like, he threw 200 innings in a bunch of high school starts or something like that. Like, <laughs> well, that does seem to be how high school goes, but... Yeah, no, I, I mean... I mean, he was in high school, what, like, seven years ago? That's how long he's been a pro? Obviously, manage those innings. Go for it. I think they... I hope to see them continue to manage the innings in a way that will keep him out of the bullpen altogether. For sure. I mean, all, although the bullpen could use a guy like him... Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I would just, like, <laughs> let him... He's been so good and so surprisingly good that let him run that out. Yeah, for sure. And I, if, if that means I like the idea of skipping him a day so that he gets to pitch against the Red Sox, but if you get some other, if when it's the Phillies or whomever, the, some of the interleague shit and some of the, if you if you have yeah. to go to the maybe if you if you when you go to Seattle or something like that, skip him. Sure. Skip a start. Skip a day. Full start. Skip a yeah. turn. Do yeah. the do, get Drew Hutchison on the shuttle again, but but keep him a starter until the end of the year. Push it. Yeah. Unless of course I, I you think... don't, unless you don't want to, and you want to, you, <laughs> unless you are like looking at Matt Harvey, but Matt Harvey was already hurt. Yeah, I, Matt Harvey's not a great cop. I don't think for any anybody. Nobody wants to think about that. I mean, is Aaron Sanchez going to get fat? It's not fat. <laughs> it's coke bloat. Oh, uh, that's probably what that is. Yeah. One thing I will say, <laughs> I, I must mention, I finished the arm today, which I rec- I really oh, recommend. Nice. I liked it quite a bit. I mean, Pisana's is fine. But uh, <laughs> no, he's he's fine. He's, I don't seems know like he's, with Bassan, he's, yeah. he's okay. Sometimes People... he has bad takes, but I give him shit for it. Yeah. He's not like someone I'm friendly with on Twitter. Right. He's someone I fuck with a little bit on sure, Twitter. There you go. Yeah. But uh, uh, and he has he's a good sport about it, I guess. He talked about how the Jays did the piggybacking thing with Syndergaard, right. Sanchez, Nicolino, uh, Descofani. Was yeah. he part of? He was part of it, right? Yeah. Um, and Anthopolis is quoted in it being like, no man, we just made it up. They just, like, let's <laughs> right. just try this. Yeah. And then they abandoned it because they were like, oh, let's try something else. Let's, let's find out if there's more information. But, and it's purely <laughs> coincidental, but of those four guys, only Disco Fanny, or Disco Fanny and, and Sanchez have been hurt, but like rib shit, like obliques and right. sides and stuff. None of them have had any kind of arm injuries. At all. Yeah, it's true. Not to say that they won't, but I mean, you're talking about Sanchez and Syndergaard, guys who throw like really, really, really hard, and velocity is the one that's the most connected to, to injury. Right. Be interested to see how it goes, how it, yeah. how it plays out. If you get another couple healthy years out, out of those four guys as a collective, yeah. maybe revisit it. Yeah. I mean, isn't that, isn't that the point, to get the healthy years in before they start getting expensive, basically? Yeah. Rush them to, rush them to the big leagues and... Milk, milk that minor, you know, the the uh, minor league deal for all it's worth? Sure. Yeah. Go for it. I don't know. Yeah, don't squander the... But, like, but, I mean, but there are, as I mentioned, you know, he had thrown a, a lot of pitches, uh, you know, in a, per start. Uh, quite a lot. I mean, that's probably true of a lot of those guys uh, at lower levels. One, if you're that good, you're probably rather efficient. Mm-hmm. Uh, hard to get to like 120 pitches against AAA hitting if you're a big league caliber, you know, top top of the draft kind of prospect maybe. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think the 
when you put it that way, when you frame it like that, the the good probably outweighs the bad. It, uh, if if they're staying healthy, but who knows? I mean, it's such a small sample. It's, it's like, a tiny it's, it's sample. It's meaningless. It's totally like, meaningless. I, I mean, I'm not yeah. going to pretend. I yeah. just it's interesting to me that it's worked out that way. Yeah. But I, the biggest the thing that that Passan says, and that's that lot, everyone around the the game says, it's like it starts so much younger, right? These guys, it's a these are cumulative right. effects that right. by the time they get to the big leagues, it's basically I think a lot of it's guesswork and managing when, not if. Right, especially because these guys they pitch year round for for so long. They only play baseball. They don't do other stuff. They don't play. Yeah. So hopefully, there's a, cu- a couple kids that he follows and interacts with in this in the book. And it's like, if they if they are the kind of model where like they have healthy arms. And Matt Harvey, Matt Harvey's mentioned in the book too. But, so those uh, aren't the kids who electively have like Tommy John while they're in high school just because. To... No, no, they're not. Well, they, that's, that's that a bit is of part a myth. of that. Is that in? Is it's that a myth. In the book. It's oh, a it's myth a that's myth. been dispelled. Oh, really? That like they talk. Nobody's, to nobody's doing that. They well, the doctors won't do it. But a lot of the guys like they do. The kids get their arms messed up, but right, it's because he puts a lot of blame on perfect game. Interesting. Perfect game because they are the ones who are just constantly doing every um, evaluating high evalu- schools and like, doing really these going. showcases yeah. all year round. Yeah, yeah. So it's these kids that are pitching twelve months a year. Uh, perfect game. They do. They do rankings. In a show, do you think they? Do you think they take anything off their stuff when they're in a showcase? They definitely. They definitely. Uh, you know, just we're about trying to get out. <laughs> yeah, because right? yeah. that's what the outs are. What matters, not velocity, not. Yeah. But uh, they, and they also talk about how like they keep expanding kids younger and younger, and that's like pretty heinous. Where there's like top on top U four teams in the nation, which is kind of sick. We laugh at the some you know when when it's like oh an eight year old has joined Barcelona's academy he's going to be the next the next Messi and stuff I don't know there's there's incentives in that kind of a system to do right by these players a lot more than than you know the the feeding um, into college and it's in, not that you know, much that different there's triple A hockey for kids that are how I don't know how young they are but but there are like performance hockey. Sure, that... but I think they're. I, I, I'm, but I, I think the incentives are different. Do you not think so? That uh, that once you're affiliated with a team, I mean, we'd have to. You, talking about this would mean like just complete restructuring of how North American sports works. So it's it's not going to happen. It's like talking about promotion and relegation. But uh, now that the kid, now that that a kid is is connected to a team, it's in their interest to. To keep him healthy, and it's not like he's not at the mercy of a high school coach. He's not trying to get into that NCAA program so he can play for free for uh, for for two or three or however many years before he gets a chance to start making shit money. Uh, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know. The academy system is uh, is maybe a criminal and gross. Well, also maybe that. Anyway. The issue is just really we're talking about, we were talking about Aaron Sanchez yes and we're talking about the starting pitching which still remains very good and, and I think that it'll be interesting to watch how they do manage the innings and how they do manage the performance yeah how guys you know Dickie's pitching pitching well again Stroman looks like Stroman uh, there's a lot yeah. of people who are want to slap ace on him and this and I don't think that that's who he is I don't think that's unfair I don't think he's an ace I don't think he's going to be an ace. He's just well, a really he's good not, pitcher. He's not going to be until Marco Estrada's contract runs out. <laughs> Hap's pitching well again. Again, a little bit more. Everything gets a little bit improbable. Yeah. Sort of. 
Do you think there's going to be any uh, any local media guys who really get needling the Jays about uh, about Sanchez innings? Going to be the inning watch. You're going to have the big countdown clock every time he pitches. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they will. Yeah, there's total, that's totally going to happen. They're gonna, there's going to be a, a, a handful. We could probably name them. <laughs> that's what I was sort of thinking. Who are going to be yeah. just hawks all over it for when uh, when or if it happens. Yeah. And they're going to point to the Strasburg thing, and they'll point to Harvey. But the, that, that's the thing. There's no... They're going to point to how Paul Beeston would have never done that. They're, they're, good, they're good golf buddy, Paul Beeston. Gillick. There's a lot of... <laughs> Buck was talking about Gillick last night. They were talking about pitch counts, and they were talking about this. And I think, and it's we've heard it before. You and I have talked about it before. Those guys, I don't like the Jack Morris's and Pat Hankins and these guys that are so talented and so freakish that they don't appreciate how unique they are. That how their ability to throw two hundred innings a year is not like by the grace of God alone. Did those guys pull that? I don't, I don't know if uh, I don't know if I will stand for you talking shit about Pat Hankin. No, but but yeah, he, no, no, not to say like he's he's he was an amazing big leaguer who threw forever. Yeah, but there's only so much that he could have done. Where like you're, you're saying, telling Brandon Morrow to suck it up, which I'm not saying Pat Hankin ever did. No, but but like I don't know that attitude. Was, yeah, yeah, those guys true. are like, well, I, I, we used to throw that throw like crazy, and yeah. we never. It's like, yeah, but there are guys. Everywhere around you that just went away. <laughs> yeah, and, and again, read the read the arm. He talks about yeah. how in Dodger uh, Dodgers the, the old camps, the old big league or the old spring training or, or, or minor league camps, there would be like hundreds of guys at these camps, <laughs> and they'd show up one year and they'd be good, and then they'd be like, "Well, my arm's dead," and that was it. Yes, it's back to the farm for me. They didn't. Nobody yeah. asked because they would throw through it and they would be bad. And they're like, "Well, he lost his job because he was bad." It's like he lost his job because he was. He was had half a te- half a tendon, but even <laughs> yeah. not, they didn't. Yeah, they weren't putting they weren't pushing their bodies to the same kind of limit as they are now. No, and if you but but the the hitters weren't as good in 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 that in as as a reaction as the cycle goes along, where you could get up there and just kind of groove it like oh just throw a couple of these, you get your tits lit. <laughs> yes. Uh, we talk about the bullpen at all. We we I said something about Joe Biagini last week that I think was a little inaccurate. I was oh, like, ah, oh, uh, we know who he is. But he's been they've been like ramping up his yeah, leverage. They, have, they, and, re- they really liked him in spring training too. They like his stuff. He scares me. Sure, he scares me. What the fuck else are you gonna do though? He's got a bad body. He looks like I, I, like I could say anything about that, but no, also, I can't like, say anything about that. But, I mean, but like you look at him, like, like oh man, that jersey just goes for days. Wow, it's it's weird. It, uh, <laughs> but, but no, he's fine. I don't know. Ramp it up. Ass. Would you rather? Who would you rather out there? Like Gavin Floyd has been pretty much what I was hoping Drew Storen would be. In that it's scary and it's not right and he's not ideal, but he seems to at least sometimes be able to get the job done enough that uh, that it's not so bad. Which, uh, <sighs> except he's fucking terrible too. And same with They've Chavez. Jesse Chavez is like, yeah. I try. I tried. I'm, I'm trying. I'm still trying with the Jesse Chavez thing. I get why they did it. I get why they did it. And people instantly, obviously, are like, "Look at this guy. He fucking sucks. Look at his splits. Not good. He hasn't, you know." And to that, I say, a fair point. <laughs> Fair play to you, sir. <laughs> and uh, I, I, but I, I mean, I understand why they made that trade, but this is not what they made that trade 
for him to do, which is be a late inning, you know, high leverage reliever. He was supposed to be a swingman. They just ended up with like four swingmen. Uh, it's important to remember that no matter how bad Jesse Chavez has been, he has been so much better than Liam Hendricks. That's probably good. Too. I mean, yeah, Liam Hendricks. There was probably a reason why that was a thing. Why they were like, yeah, what four years of control? We don't care. I mean, you could tell last year just as much as you you want to have your opinions rooted in in you know tangible data and stuff. Uh, Gibby just didn't trust him, right? Like he wasn't pitching those high leverage situations. You know, his numbers looked as great as they could, and it seemed like any time uh, he was asked to do something, you know, real heavy lifting in terms of leverage, it didn't go so well. Maybe I've built that, you know, rebuilt that narrative in my head. But, yeah. Not, oh! I'm not shocked that Liam Hendricks is bad. Last thing we can talk about. All I right. just remember. All right. Jay's, according to Bob's, Bob Elliott. Who? Shopping through <laughs> story. Yeah. Saw that. Which is, if Bob Elliott says it, I'm going to, there's something to it. Somebody somewhere said something about it. Yeah. He's... In what state of sobriety, I don't know. <laughs> but they said it somewhere. But somebody said it to him. Yeah. He didn't make it up. No. And where where that person rests on his organizational totem pole, I have no idea either. He, unlike some of his colleagues, Bob Hel- Bob Elliott, I do not think would just like make it up. No, and he wouldn't run with it if it was baloney. We didn't. We wouldn't run if it. For if the vast, it was for the vast, vast majority, I don't think those guys just make shit up. There's a couple I can think of. Yeah, there's a couple I can think of. I think there's a few that may massage the things that they hear or say. I mean, or, yeah. Or I mean, I don't think... Well, Marty York doesn't count anymore. No. But, <laughs> but, but were I to name names, that might be one I would consider. Uh, yeah, it's pretty hilarious, the whole idea of them shopping Drew Storen. Well, there's no buy in Drew Storen. No. There really there, there shouldn't be. If If I was a fan of another team and they were like, huh... Maybe we can get this Storin guy turned around. Remember how good he used to be? I would be very concerned about the team my that only, I was cheering for. My biggest concern would be that if they would trade him, somebody found fixed him. Yeah. Somebody turned did what yeah. what has become of Addison Reed this year for the Mets. Addison Reed looked like garbage last year. Addison Reed was 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 washed. It, it seemed, and now he is a way more effective pitcher. Without the velocity that he had when he was like the White Sox closer, and he was decent, and right. I that's I'm like oh god don't don't be Addison because they're they're like yeah, the same yeah, kind yeah. of guy in my mind. My thing the the whole behind the Jays shopping him, and I have nothing to I back this, <laughs> base this on nothing other than my own desire for it to be true. Right. Was that when the Jays were like we're gonna take you out of the leverage, we're gonna make you like a, a seventh or sixth or seventh guy back there. That he had a meltdown. <laughs> that he had a total shrieking meltdown and his dad was storming into Mark Shapiro's <laughs> crypt and, uh, and and demanded a trade. And, you, th- you think that's... I would love that to be true. I don't I don't think it, but I don't... I would not dismiss it out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. It, it, the, the, the Addison Reed thing is, I think, a very good point. <laughs> because... I mean, well, it, it makes it, what you come down to basically is like, what is the roster spot even worth? Like, is he, because you're not going to get anything for him. You're going to have to eat salary unless the team is just so fucking, you know, completely out of it that they decide that, that they can fix him. I, I don't know why any team would think that, you know. If I'm Drew Storen. Like, I would take a flyer on him for nothing, but. 
I guess I was going to say you 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 think okay well if I get traded then I'm not going to get um you know there won't be any draft pick <laughs> compensation but it's like ain't nobody offering him no the compensation yeah his uh his bonus clause for games finished yeah unless the Jays start getting blown out a lot I don't think that's going to happen uh yeah so I don't know I'm I'm fine with them. You want to cut? What they got. You want to no, cut no, no, bait on? on no, Drew I'm not Story? ready to cut bait on them. Okay. I'm, you know, if they had someone better sitting in Buffalo waiting to take his place, then I would be like, maybe you should find a trade for this guy. But they sure as fuck don't have that. Is there somebody better in? I don't know. Like another league by chance? <laughs> like, is there anybody in? In New Hampshire, that can come, and uh, you want to start that Connor Green surface clock? I don't know. You know, he's, in, he's only in A ball though, right? Yeah. Hey, Miguel Castro, that worked out pretty well. No, I I don't know uh, who they would look to like disrupt their prospect path by just like by just like bringing them up. I yeah, I haven't looked at New Hampshire's roster. Who's this Murphy lot. Smith? See, I don't know anything about prospects. I'm not going to even pretend to know anything about prospects. But Murphy Smith... Murphy Smith is not one that I've heard of either. I'm he has 32 strikeouts in 23 innings at New Hampshire. He's 28 years old. Woo! Sounds good. He... It's a lot of double-A hitters <laughs> swinging through stuff. He's repeating double-A for the fourth time. Uh, he just hasn't really been given a chance. That's how I feel about it. But then it's like... So if you have a guy, so he was he was okay at uh, in Dunedin last year, and then they moved him up, and he only pitched a couple times, but he was a starter. Now he's a reliever. Maybe, maybe take a shot. What's up with Murphy Smith, twenty eight year old former <laughs> former starter? Sure, roll out the Murphy Smith cast here. The Murphy Smith cast is what the people pay the money to hear. <laughs> they want to know. They want to know. They They're want. They're all furiously googling who the fuck Murphy Smith is. They like, want to be insight. Stop recording yeah. into the minor league situation, which is Murphy Smith is a future Blue Jays closer. Shit. He's one of those stories. He's like a these guys that come up and they're old, and you never know. God love them. Some people really do like following the minor leagues that closely. I did when the Jays had nothing on the big league roster and it was like, okay, it's all prospect form. Or when they had prospects. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and fun. say that Murphy Smith, 28-year-old guy in AA, <laughs> not necessarily a prospect per se. No. But that doesn't mean that he's not someone who might. Indeed. He could, yeah. you know, like a Bo Schultz or like a the Ryan Tapera, like some of these guys that just sort of like, oh, wait, you throw really hard now. That's cool. Way to go. He could be a warm body at the back of a bullpen and Really not help anybody do anything. Or he could be something for a while until he gets... He could be a Jesse Carlson. He's not left-handed, but like, hey, that guy's surprisingly effective for a time. Until he gets grounded to dust, yeah. Like utter dust. <laughs> that poor bastard. I'm sure he's back in Stockton or wherever the hell he's... <laughs> hey, he's a big leaguer. That's that's not bad. But he, he wasn't going to be any other way. Unless he was allowing himself to be ground into a fine paste. Uh, he pitched 162 times in the big leagues. And ain't no I assume left. that's all in one year. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely pitched 73 times in 2009. Oh, Cito. And then yeah. in 2010, he was less good. 2008, he was really good. And then he became less good. And then even more less good. Well, such is... 162 times he ran out of the mound and took a ball in a big league game. Good for him. Yeah. 
maybe that could be Murphy Smith. See, this is the thing. I mean, is the he was the Jesse Jays Carlson? Not, Jesse Carlson when he debuted the big league, <laughs> twenty eight. The Jays are not really wanting for like warm bodies at the back of the bullpen is the problem. But maybe he's not a warm body. Maybe he's a guy you take a shot on if you DFA Drew, Drew Storm, for example, right. and you don't want to spend money to trade. For what a, what a plan! I'm sold. You're sold already. Sold. All right, I'm sold on this being over. We've had enough uh, of our. Informed minor league baseball chat. This has not been even a remotely ramble. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everyone, if you made it through this far. Uh, enjoy the games against the Red Sox. I guarantee you that you will be mad at the end yeah. of the games against the Red Sox. Even if the Blue Jays win all of them, you'll still somehow be mad because the Red Sox, they make people mad. Yeah, because fuck them. Yeah, pretty much. For Andrew Stoughton, my name is Drew Ferris. We'll talk to you next time on Birds All Day.